0: My hope in highlighting human design is so that people can get a better understanding of people in general and have an awareness that not everybody does things the same way. And just because they do it differently doesn't take away from the success of where it can go. Welcome, beautiful souls. You're listening to Let's Heal Together. I'm your host, Diana Mena, proud manifester, business entrepreneur, and aspiring life coach here to shed light on important topics to help us navigate life through an understanding lens. Why do it alone when we can heal together? Let's get into it. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Heal Together. This particular episode is very special and near and dear to me because it is a system that has changed my life, especially within the last couple of months with this whole pandemic and everything happening. It really taught me ways to approach life and ways to approach how I do business and how just to manage my life in all aspects because of this system called human design. I don't know if many of you have heard of it, but human design is a system. It is a mixture of many different systems, both astrology, some science in there, uh, personality ideas. It's just a mixture of many different ideas. And the system has to deal with who you are. And it is based on our hardwiring, As humans. And it was created by this guy named Ra Uruhu in Ibiza, where he heard a voice and it guided him through this eight day journey and this experience. And this voice revealed this system to him, which he later coined human design. Ra found some type of underlying connection between all of us humans. And that is really what human design is. In basic form, it is a blueprint to our universal hardwiring. Hardwiring in the sense that there's some commonalities and similarities when you look at the anthropology of humans amongst each other. What do I mean by that? So there's a way that we approach life and how we approach situations so for instance the idea of the collective we all have some form of feeling towards the collective either we care about the collective or we don't care about the collective another idea is the idea of sharing sharing is something that's innate either we want to share with people or we don't want to share with people so this system this human design system is based on understanding these mechanisms and understanding these abstract similarities we have and how those relate to you as an individual and how you can apply them to your life this is why so many people talk about human design and talk about how it's changed their life because human design is functionally applicable it's not like do this do that it coaches you on the best practices to get things done. It's an empowerment system. It empowers your life and empowers you to make better decisions, to take certain leaps and bounds and really understand who you are as a person and who you are as a human and how we're all different and similar in many ways. My hope in highlighting human design is so that people can get a better understanding of people in general and have an awareness that not everybody does things the same way. And just because they do it differently doesn't take away from the success of where it can go. But I want to highlight the importance of each classification and what these different categories mean. Human design is split into four classifications, one of which can be split into two classifications. The difference between each of these classifications is the life spark and the life force that rules that classification. So what energy is emitted from this person? What drives this type of human? What drives this classification? What is the spark behind the passion in this type of classification? First classification is the most common classification, which is called the generator. So generators make up about 70% of the population. Most people are generators. So you think of a generator, like something that gives power to something, right? So That's exactly the same idea of a real human generator. Generators are people who have a defined sacral center, which means you're able to sustain work. And that's why you're a generator. You can continuously put out energy. And just like a generator, you have your cycles. So you're good at keeping cycles of going to sleep at night and waking up in the morning and getting things done. So you are just able to sustain a long time of work which also is interesting because your life force energy is to act through response you don't initiate you are the responder. You're the one who is called to do the support. You know, I love my metaphors. So if we think about it as a business, let's say we have a construction business and we need to get something done. We are going to call on the generators to get it done. They are the ones who are actually going to do the building and constructing of whatever the structure is. That's what you call on generators for. They are quick to and they want to respond. That's the reason why they do things is they're in response to someone's call to action. So think of generators as people who are consistently moving and consistently getting things done. But there's another classification within generator that is called a manifestor generator. And they make up 32% of the 70%. They are the same in the sense that they have a defined sacral energy. So they give that consistent power, just like the normal generators. But they also have a part that is this manifesting power, which comes from a defined throat center. And the throat center has to do with communication. So if these manifesting generators, if they continuously work in their generating power, they're able to get to a point where they can even manifest if they want to. They're able, the difference between them and the normal generators is that they make things happen faster. They're quicker to respond. You as a generator need to be careful and never initiate. Always wait to respond. That is the beauty of the generator. The next one on the list is projectors. That makes about 20% of the population. And projectors are interesting in that they have a defined G-center which rules the self. Self meaning self-love and self-worth. Those who are projectors understand who they are and they don't waver. They're consistent in how they approach life and how they make decisions. Their life force energy is ruled by invitation design. So they need to be invited to do things. They also are not initiators. That means waiting for the specific invite to help somebody. Because the thing about projectors that's interesting is that a lot of projectors like to be guides and help people. And that is sometimes met with resistance. They not only care about people, but they genuinely want to see people grow and be better. If we continue with that example of we have this construction company and we need the projectors to have some type of work in this construction company. So then we think of the projectors or the people who we need to call on for efficiency. The next classification makes up about eight to nine percent of the population those are our manifestors they have a defined throat center which rules communication and it allows people to create and manifest and have the power to transform and through that they are able to create impact and create the call to action as a manifestor, your life force energy is designed to make an impact. And it's interesting because the revelator of human design is a manifestor as well. And the thing about manifestors is that they give out this catalytic energy. So whenever they say something, it pushes people to wanna do something, pushing you out of the way to do whatever they need to do. That's actually what I am. Which makes sense because I started this podcast for that same reason, because I want to incite change. I want to help people grow. So this is why people who are manifestors are really good with communicative roles. Think about the same idea that we have this construction company. The manifestors are the ones who start the idea. The manifestors are the ones who come up with the idea and it's so good that the other people make it happen. Finally, we have the group that makes up the least part of the population and those are our reflectors. They make up about less than one percent of the population. They are the people who do not have a defined center or life force. That means that they're able to be do different things. They're able to observe. They're not held on to one idea. They're not held down to one thought. They're really just here to experience and experiment. So the energy that's given off by every other human design is a solar energy, but the reflectors give off this lunar energy. Lunar energy is much more sensitive, much more calm. They need things when it's less stimulation. They're types who prefer to absorb and then reflect. And reflectors do best when they make decisions after they've taken the time to think about it. It's also interesting because they have that lunar energy. They like to make decisions based around the moon cycle. So if you see yourself taking a while to make decisions, then maybe you're reflector type where you have to take a while. And if you don't, then you're met with resentment from yourself. Reflectors are are here to kind of just really analyze people and their sampling aura they're not so much open but they're sampling so they're closing and opening and closing and opening and closing and opening and just trying different things and they're a group that likes to hang out with people just to feel energy, just to get an awareness around people. And if we're continuing with that same idea of the construction company, then the reflectors are the ones who can tell a group dynamic they're the ones who you come to to say hey how's this person working with this person they're really good at observing people and fine-tuning their energy as well so just want to give you a little bit better of an understanding of what all of these groups are so in human design we have these four categories of classifications of people so If you are the generator type, then you're the type that likes to respond to action. Hey, I have this idea. I need somebody to support me. You call on your generators, they will respond, they will be the first ones out there and they will be getting things done. The manifesting generator is the same idea, except they have the ability to get a little bit faster with their generating. They move quicker than the normal generator. Then we have our projectors and they are considered our leaders and guides. Projectors are really good with being one-on-one with people and they care to help heal the world. Then we have our manifestors. The manifestors are the ones that initiate everything. They are the ones who create the call to action, get people to think even about making things happen. Remember, they're the ones who are the catalyst for action. And then we think about our reflectors that make up the smallest population of humans. And our reflectors are the ones who are sensitive They are the ones who don't have a defined life force and are really out here to experiment. They are the person who's best for feedback because they're so observant of people. So the reflectors are the ones you need to go to if you need advice on how a group is functioning because they're the ones who are consistently observant and really paying attention and reflecting on how that affects people and what that means. So turn to your reflectors if you want some feedback. So I know you're asking, Diana, but why is this important? Why is human design important? Why does it even matter? Human design is important in just the very fact that it teaches you how to be yourself and how to better align yourself with your own purpose and your mission. If we don't understand that and don't understand how we best approach things, then we'll miss out on getting to where we wanna get to or where we're supposed to get to faster. We're going to be wasting time dealing with all these challenges and dealing with all these issues because we didn't better align ourselves with how we are designed to make things happen and how we are designed to approach things. And no human design is alike. Yes, these are the classifications in the broad spectrum, but when you look at your human design, there's so many elements within it that make up you specifically. And those are different amongst many people. And because of that, we need to understand that human design is just the beginning to understanding everybody and understanding all of us as a human species. And I challenge you to surrender to the intelligence of mother nature. That is what human design is. It is the intelligence of mother nature inside of you. By using this method and using it to change the way you approach life and business, it will change your life and your business. I promise you it will change the way you approach life and business. I'm telling you that it will change everything you do because you will fall in alignment to your purpose. You will fall in alignment to how you're truly supposed to be successful and it'll fall into alignment with your path. I also challenge you to continue to nurture your specific life spark. If you are a You know what you need to do. If you're a generator, you know how you need to approach life. If you're a projector, approach life as a projector. And if you're a reflector, approach life as a reflector. You don't need to try to be all these different things. Just be yourself. And understanding your human design truthfully at the end of the day helps you understand your true self. And of course, I would like to end this episode with a mantra. So if you'd like to join me, please repeat after me. I am learning to nurture my life spark. I am committed to understanding my true self. I have the power to manifest. I'll leave you with that. Thank you for listening and catch me next time on another episode of Let's Heal Together. Stay tuned.